Okay, well, we have something special for you today. Our first ever bonus episode of Running Book Reviews. Basically, our last episode, uh, a podcast featuring Run e- the book Run Elite by Andrew Snow, was so well received, we thought we would do a special edition and release about 20 minutes of recording that we made, mostly on nutrition, that we didn't include in our original episode. If you haven't heard the lengthy episode that we made with Andrew Snow on his fantastic book, Run Elite, uh, you might want to start there and get fully up to speed with that before coming and listening to this nutritional edition. Otherwise, if you're simply just interested in hearing some discussion about nutrition, you can start here after the shortened version. So without further ado, let's get straight into the bonus edition discussion of Run Elite by Andrew Snow. So I'm kind of curious now because I, you know, you divulged that you're a uh, nutrition nut. So do you have any, any videos on YouTube that are specifically talking about that? Many. Yeah. Um, it's a topic that I mostly reserve from a, in my VIP group. Okay. And I have a lot of train, tr- a lot of trainings in there on it. We go really deep into so I do have some on YouTube, but I am creating a, an immersive um, summit nutrition course right now. I'd be happy to invite you guys to it if you like. We're probably going to do it live in January. Um, and if you're interested, I'm so passionate about it. I would be happy to even give you some of my time to help you with it. It's like a, a life passion of mine um, for free. As long as this was something you were passionate about, I'd be happy to help you with it. Or at least give you some resources, um, books, documentaries, podcast, whatever it is that you like. I, um, I would definitely be curious, but I'm a little hesitant and I'm going to tell you why. So when I, in, um, when I was training with the university team, I ended up, um, we had someone come in, talk about nutrition to us, but it wasn't a registered dietitian. He was a, a guy that had a, um, had a degree from like something called the Polican Institute. And he worked with a lot of like strength and power athletes, but he came to talk to us about nutrition. And so I ended up going to see him, but he cut out all the carbs from my diet because he was doing an initial like detox phase. And um, me being very good at following plans, I obviously I followed the plan to a T and and um, I ended up like I ended up just in 2013, like I ran my last PBs and it actually took me like I dug a really, really big hole. And so that's why I hesitate to see anybody about nutrition anymore. But I did go last year because, you know, we have this three hour marathon goal. So I went to see an actual registered dietitian that works with athletes. And she gave me just a plan to make sure I'm like meeting my calorie needs, because I think like that was an issue because I kept I kept going through this cycle where I'd like ramp up my volume, get injured, ramp up my volume, get injured. And so so she kind of made me a plan that like I a bit reused while we were training for this marathon cycle, just in terms of like, oh, how many times a day should I be eating snacks and what should they be? And, you know, like those kinds of things. So, yeah, so that that's like the disclaimer. But I mean, I guess if there's not going to be like a let's detoxify your system and like stop eating all carbs, uh, I, I'm definitely open to like getting faster. So <laughs> doing anything that I can. We got to be careful when talking about nutrition um, publicly because there it's a divisive thing. That's why I, I do yeah. it deeply in my group. But I, I'll tell you that 
and I would go head to head with anybody who wanted, I'm, I'm not here to argue, but I know this for sure. And I can back it up infinitely from with the peer reviewed research with the greatest doctors on the planet with back this up forever. Um, anybody who's telling you to cut your carbs is, does not know what they're talking about whatsoever at all. Your body uses carbohydrate. Your brain uses only glucose. That's it. That's it. Uh, if you don't have carbohydrates coming in, you make carbohydrates. You'll take fat and turn it into carbohydrate. You'll take proteins and ultimately turn them into carbohydrate. Yes, mm -hmm. you can survive on ketones. You can survive on ketones, but not thrive on ketones. Um, you need carbohydrate. It's what the body uses. It's what your muscles use. It's the easiest form of fuel source to use. Um, someone who says to cut the carbs out, they don't know what they're doing whatsoever at all. Um, the way that I would help you is the same way with running is that I never tell you what to do. Uh, I never require that you do anything. We have a discussion that works on the beliefs about things that I, I believe may be holding you back with your nutrition based off of what you're doing. And we move you however far you're comfortable with going that fits your lifestyle. It could be into a cleanse should you want to. The way we cleanse is not in the same way whatsoever. Um, or we just make a small shift and we, we work at cutting out the things that really hold you back and adding in the things that are obviously missing. But one of the appendices in the book is the Brodus study that was done in um, uh, New Zealand. And I want you to be able to eat ad libitum, which means we never calorie restrict. We, in fact, I want you to eat more volume, but it's more volume of higher quality foods as much as you can smash it in. You can't overeat the same amount of calories in a pint of Ben and Jerry's ice cream is the same amount of calories of 40 pints of strawberries. You cannot overeat when you're eating healthy foods and you and the more you eat, the more hydration you get, the more fiber you get. It's awesome. So I would be happy to help you with it. It would, it would be eating ad libitum. There would never be a calorie restriction. In fact, the, the way that most people would fail on the diet that I stand behind would be under eating. That's one of your issues. I think yeah, that's one of enough. my issues. Yeah. Because like, I don't have the appetite to go with it. You know, that's, that's kind of like, it's sort of like, you know, like this summary, we upped our volume, obviously, a like a little bit. I mean, we, we still run a lot when we're not marathon training, but like, you know, we did up our volume, but the thing is like, my hunger doesn't increase. So that's the problem. And so that's where, that's where like this, the registered dietitian, like, mapping it out for me that like, you know, I need to, yeah. because I wake up early, I wake up at like yeah. six. So I, do, I can't just have breakfast and lunch. Like I need to have breakfast and it's got to be like a bigger breakfast than I, what I was eating. And then I have to have a snack and then I have to have lunch and then two snacks in the afternoon or something. So anyway, so, yeah. so that's kind of like, yeah, I don't know if it like would automatically fix itself if like I ate a different way, but <laughs> yeah. So what I would do is, um, give you a lot of resources to start surrounding your consciousness with uh, hitting it from a lot of different areas. Runners who are having massive success here, um, spiritual people who are having a lot of success here. What about back in the fifties? What did we know? What is the, what about aging? What about feminine energy? What just hit it from everything with the peer reviewed science, with the logic, with uh, testimony, with whatever, whatever we need. And we just surround um, yourself with it because most people are eating an atrocious diet. That's why we the top 10 killers in the United States are all preventable or reversible with a diet. The only one on that mm -hmm. list that's mm -hmm. not is automobile accident. And I would wager there'd be less automobile accidents if we were less fat, sick, and nearly dead. Yeah. Um, Maybe. So, <laughs> yeah, and tired. Yeah, we can solve all these things. I, I feel 100% confident that definitively that we can do that, but there has to be an opening from you. That's why you can't tell someone ever what to do. If there is an opening of curiosity, I meet you where you are and invite you in with not just what I'm telling you, but 
meet you with um, education from others outside of me as well, and then invite you in to go as far as you want to go. But I can tell you that if you just ran a 306 and you want to run under three, I can't say it right here because we'd have to make sure that we were a good fit, but I would guarantee you that not only could you run under three, that you could run 250. If you ran a 306, I would guarantee you that you can run 255 with no change in your training, only a dietary change. And I would guarantee you that you could, like if you were paying me, I would help you for free. But if you were paying me, you would not pay unless you ran the 255. That's how confident I am that this would work for you. And not only, and then it would be sustainable, that it wouldn't be, it's not a diet. I don't believe in a diet, something that is a temporary thing. If you can't sustain it forever, it's not the answer. Um, right. Here's a link that's pretty cool. Um, this guy, he's in my book, Mike Arnstein. He's got a YouTube channel called The Fruitarian. And this is a playlist that's about nutrition, but told from a, a very high level distance runner right here. Um, I'm going to take it or leave it, right? I'm going to have a couple cool. of resources for you. Um, okay. This is a good one. I actually recommend I'm definitely taking it. <laughs> taking off i take all of it have you seen this uh the game changers documentary have you seen that uh yes i also typed in the game changers there there's a number normally what i do with my clients is i i give them either books evidence-based research papers podcasts or youtube um whatever they like however they like to learn and i normally give them two or three to start with and depending on what they like and where they resonate with i give them like another five to ten and now they have a real base and when we come in and then we can hit it but these are really good places to start the game changers. Um, I suggest watching it again, even if you like the basic message here is you can be an elite athlete off. Not only can you, but you will be a, a better elite athlete off of plant-based diet. My, my YouTube that's coming out this coming Sunday is on Carl Lewis. Carl Lewis was, I'll give you the brief notes here, but I suggest subscribe to my channel or at least watch the one that's coming mm -hmm. up. Carl Lewis was a fantastic uh, Olympic runner. You know who he is, right? Four Olympiads, gold medals but he was trying to break his own world record in the 100 and the long jump. And he wasn't able to do it. He thought he needed to lose a few pounds. So he would calorie restrict and he would lose those pounds, but then lose performance. He right. went to John McDougall. John McDougall is the author of, here's another book for you, The Starch Solution. I'm, I, I mean, I read probably about five hours a day on, in this topic of like, you name it. <laughs> uh, I'd give you a hundred here. The Starch Solution. He went to John McDougall, the author of The Starch Solution, and essentially turned his diet into whole food plant-based. What happened was he lost those three pounds he needed for the long jump. He set the world record in the long jump, set the world record in the 100 all after age 30 as a sprinter and long jumper, which doesn't happen. He then went on to another Olympiad and won gold medals in those two events as well. All after age 30 when making these changes. What, what did he do? He had a fruit and vegetable juice in the morning, whole fruit during the day, and then a cooked starch meal at night, either potatoes or rice or beans. That's it. Lost the weight. Performance went up. One of the greatest of all time. There's so many... And with distance runners, we can, I can give you whatever examples you needed as well. The game changers. Yes, in ultra running, the, the most famous example is Scott Jurek. Scott Jurek is uh, completely plant-based. Yeah. Michael Arnstein, the guy with this channel here is, has taken even a level deeper. So nutrition, it, I think should be conceptualized on a spectrum. Is this healthy? Well, compared with what? So even Scott Jurek's diet is vegan. I've been vegan for 10 years, but He's not, you can go further. You can go to that playlist here, Michael Arnstein, um, which, which is fruitarian, which is completely raw, high water content fruit. Scott Jurek doesn't do that. Mike Arnstein does. They're both really great ultra runners. I would say Arnstein is, you know, they run different disciplines, but Arnstein's also run fantastic marathons, great hundred milers and beyond. Um, but you see this even in the great runners, like the, Ken the Kenyan and Ethiopian runners. What are they predominantly eating? Well, they're not eating 
refined foods. They're not eating salt, mm -hmm. oil, sugar, SOS free, salt, oil, sugar free. They're not eating that. They're eating high carbohydrate, whole plants. They're eating things like ugali and teff yeah. and corn and millet mm -hmm. and beans and vegetables yeah. and beans. Corn. Yeah. So that's a, that, that's a WFPB, which is whole food plant-based diet. And this is, you may really want to read this book here, the China study. I'm throwing a lot at you. Take it or leave it. The China okay. study by T, T. Colin Campbell. Um, this is, that was my gateway book into this. I read that book, huh. got the audio book when I was driving. I got to disc four and I went hundred percent plant-based that day. That was 11 years ago. Hmm. Wow. I'm kind of, I'm kind of wondering whether we should, uh, if we've, if we just done a, a marathon, that's a fairly intense, uh, training session for us in six weeks time, we'll be ready to go again. If we don't, uh, do too much heavy duty stuff, um, in the interval, I'm, I'm wondering whether we can use this as a bounce. Uh, absolutely. Um, if you want to maximize your, your recovery and enter and enter for Philly, uh, mid November oh, and, like uh, temp to another... temperature will be down and, uh, build, build, a build a six week, build a six week program based on our big training run that we just did. Uh, yeah. If you wanted to go big, then if I were your coach, I would tell you that the most important thing you could possibly do Base training, sport training, blah, 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 blah. It's diet. That's it for sure. 100%. I know it to be true for sure. Recovery. Okay. What way to produce recovery? There'd be a number of things, but when you eat cooked food, even if you eat a whole food plant-based diet, even that you cook a food, it's dead. There's no enzymes. Enzymes auto digest yeah. your food. So if you like cook a potato and eat it, you have to digest it. It's the most metabolically cost metabolic cost costly activity that we have aside from basal metabolism just staying alive nothing even if you're running 100 miles a week nothing costs more energy than digestion so when you don't eat cooked food and you know let alone dehydrated processed food good god but even cooked food you have to if you eat whatever cooked food your white blood cell count is going to go up sixfold in an hour in the 20 minutes after you put something cooked in your mouth white blood cell count goes way up why because your body needs, it's a foreign object. Your body needs to grab it and digest it. That takes a lot of energy. That's why we get tired after a meal and we need the siesta and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, when you eat a raw food that has the enzyme, high water content and high in enzymes, it digests itself for you. So if you eat an orange, you don't digest it. You just absorb it because the enzymes in the orange, provided that you didn't cook it, digest the orange for you. And you just get the simple sugar, boom, sim into your blood. And that's it. You're good. No blood sugar spike, no cost of digestion. All that extra energy which is a more than anything that you're going to get from anywhere else. All that energy, what is it used for? You can use it to recover, to train, et cetera. So your recovery is going to come down to, you have to be sleeping. If you're not sleeping, you're not going to recover, but mm -hmm. your nutrition. So if you wanted to go hard again in six weeks, if you maximize your nutrition, you will do it for sure. There's also everything bad falls away. Um, salt doesn't exist in a whole food plant. Oil doesn't exist in a whole food plant. Sugar doesn't exist in a whole food plant. All of this stuff that we don't want to have, it just naturally falls away because it's not there. Maximize hydration. I eat an entire, almost an entire watermelon per day. And I don't drink all that much. I drank a bunch on here just kind of for fun. Um, <laughs> okay, when I, I, I've done a bunch of races, my PRs are all with watermelon juice and orange juice. Uh, one of them was a 50 miler. It was super hot and I did it off orange juice because um, I don't have to eat the pretzels and the bacon and all the nonsense that other people are eating where mm -hmm. now they need, now they're in a water deficit. Now they're getting dehydrated. I don't get dehydrated because I'm drinking all that juice and eating the fruit. Yeah. I'm running Havelina hundred, which is in the desert in three weeks. It's going to be 105 yeah. degrees by day. We'll see how it goes, but I'm sure that I'm going to be fine because juice.
This has been absolutely fast, okay. fantastic. Okay. I mean, much more than uh, just setting up a book review for a p- podcast. Um, one of the things that we do is we try to, uh, you know, we're, we're passionate. We don't we don't do this for a living. We're passionate about our sport and and advancing our knowledge. And you know, knowledge is one of the weapons. I think that you can that you can bring. If it's a sword, if it's a weapon and it's a sword, sometimes it's got two edges. So you know, you think you think you've got, you think you've got something, but maybe it cuts both ways sometimes. So this is a lot to absorb, basically. I hear you. Um, let me suggest this to you. If you look at the resources that I put in the chat for you, if you like, just reach out to me. You have my email. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm, I can honestly say I'll die a happy man knowing that I've um, helped, that I've met people who were interested in improving this area of their life and was able to help them. Like this, this is my, it gives meaning to my life. I'm happy to yeah, help you as long as it's something that you want. Reach out to me. I will invite you to my VIP uh, calls with my clients. If you want to come there, I'll help you one-on-one. Um, should we be a good fit? I will coach you as well. That'll be up to you. And we, we can talk about that if you like in the future. If you guys ran 306 and 307 with a dietary shift, just watch out. How fast can you go? If, if under three, six minutes, look, we can do a simple calculation here. Simple calculation, which would be- We, we, know, that we, can, we know that we can run three hours. Okay. Well, maybe you know, Liz, well, maybe Liz well, doesn't, but I know because uh, I did think. it last year. <laughs> okay. It's two seconds. Can. It's about two to two and a half seconds per mile per pound. So this does not mean lose weight as much as you can. That's not what it means. But it means to the degree to which you're over a, a, a and we'll determine, I won't even say on here. We'll do this on a one-on-one if you want. But no, we but determine we're, what. But we're tiny. We're tiny. We're not going to be, we're not going to be getting much lighter. That's, you know, the runners I work with, they come to me as serious distance runners who have already run excellent times, who have already run 253. And we work on their diet and then they run 238. So, wow. and they're thin and they're lean and they're serious runners running 100 miles a week. Okay. But they're, they're, not, they're not getting a benefit from weight loss. Yes, they are. Okay. Yes, they are. We track their weight with all of them. We look at BMI mm-hmm. and I'm never going to tell you where you need to be, but I can I can tell you where you can be without sacrificing any health whatsoever and where your body's equilibrium wants to be. Um, if we get you, move you towards there, it's two and a half. Look, it's, it's compounding. So two and a half seconds per mile per pound. That's like to take off six minutes. It's like a pound or two. It's like, it's nothing. Um, but it compounds because with a little bit less, and it's not weight, it's ancillary weight from, from fat tissue. Um, because you'll also cool yourself better and cooling is the thing that'll limit your performance in a local muscle, local muscular temperature. That's why that Palmer cooling thing in the book is so effective local mm-hmm. muscular temperature. So you cool yourself better, but if you weigh just slightly less, you'll also need less calories for your metabolism. You'll also have less injury risk because you have less impact. You also have less en- energy to run. Say you're running 50 miles per week with the same energy output. You can now run 55 miles per week without any extra energy output. It just compounds and compounds and compounds and compounds. That's why you can get a huge benefit in your performance. Hmm. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of, th- whole bunch of synergistic things basically working together. Yeah. 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 And you, you take it to the degree to which you want. You never, I would never encourage you to go to a place you didn't want to go because why, if you don't want to, you're not going to enjoy it. And the whole premise of the way that I help people is if you yeah. don't enjoy it, you're not going to stick with it. So you will enjoy it. You want pizza, you have pizza, you want lasagna and ice cream. You have it. I share with you how to make it high carbohydrate and we can do things like protect your arteries by having, um, cruciferous greens before you eat it to produce nitric oxide. It's like, I know what I'm doing here, but you can do whatever it is that you want. The okay. thing is, when you when you see dramatic improvements happening, you're going to want to do more. And I know I didn't have to tell you, you mm-hmm. want to do it. Right. Okay. Well, let's yeah. see how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Please reach out to me with anything, any questions you have on that. I really appreciate you guys.
So there you have it. Um, we hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of Running Book Reviews. Andrew Snow suddenly left us with a lot of reference material concerning nutrition and a lot of things to think about in our own preparations from a diet point of view. What did you think of this idea of having a bonus episode? Please let us know on social media. Uh, we can consider doing things like this from time to time in between our normal books which come out about every two weeks. Running Book Reviews will be back with a new book and a brand new full-blown episode very, very soon. Until then, bye for now. Bye.